Welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today. Neighbor Up Spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhood in our city. My guest today is Mrs. Deva Kanzler, founder and executive director of Faluke Cultural Arts. Before we begin, I would like to tell you something about my guest today. Mrs. Kanzler is a graduate of Kent State University, where she received her degree in administrative science, computer science, and mathematics. A musical prodigy, she taught herself to play several instruments and studied the violin under the direction of Mr. Hyman Chandler, a renowned member of the Cleveland Orchestra. In junior and senior high school, she was a member of four local orchestras and a string ensemble. After graduating from college, she worked for several prestigious organizations, uh, agencies, and, and local institutions. She is a member of the Cleveland Arts Education Consortium and the International Association of Black Dance, just to name a few, and has received numerous awards and recognition for, out, her, for her outstanding contributions in the area of dance, music, and creative arts. Mrs. Kanzler is a member of the Neighbor Up Network and a Neighborhood Connections grantee. Faluki Cultural Arts is located in the Cleveland Central Promise neighborhood. Welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight. Thank it's so you. good to have you here. Yes, so good to be here. <laughs> I know it's finally been, here. <laughs> I know it's been a long, 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 long time coming. So let's just jump right on in. So when did you discover your talent for playing multiple instruments and dance? Um, the talent for the instruments came... Um, well, I was just, I just got kind of bored. I started, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for lack of any other way to put it, um, bored with uh, the violin, and um, I got interested in some other instruments. And my father was also a guitar teacher, so I learned how to play classical guitar. Okay. And uh, when I went to high school, um, another kind of selfish reason, I wanted to be in the marching band so I could get into the football games free. <laughs> so That's I learned. Nice hey. Right. Uh, so I learned how to play, um, taught myself how to play the flute, the piccolo. Okay. And I think through the supplementary education center that they, that the Cleveland Board of Education had at that time, um, there was an orchestra that I was a part of, and I kind of picked up playing oboe. 
Nice. And then I played the string bass, wow. which was fun. And it was easy to do the string bass, even though I love cello, is that the string bass, the strings are in the same order. It's violent. So I, you know, I could just uh, transition over to playing the string bass with no problem. Wow. When I was in junior high school, I played the flute. I, I had a few lessons. I was, I was, I think I was like maybe the fifth or sixth chair. <laughs> I wasn't really good, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. So that, that was fun. And dance just came. I mean, I was, uh, went to Caramu. Okay. Yeah. I took a dance yeah. class there back in the day with Miss Johnson. I don't remember. I, I, I think her name was Wait, Pearl Johnson. Or Mamie Johnson? Maybe. Yeah, I just remember been, she had a short been. afro, just a wonderful woman. Yeah. Yeah, I was about 14 to 15 years old. And then I also, well, I took violin. That was at uh, Sutphin School of Music. Okay. And that was in the central neighborhood. So yes. that's kind of like I'm doing a full circle, coming yeah. back to the central neighborhood. And, and that the Sutphin School of Music is over at the, was at the Phyllis Wheatley Association, right? Right, right. And so, yeah, my daughter took vi- vi- viola there for two years. Okay. It was a great program because they gave her a scholarship. They played for the viola. They paid for her... Um, for her theory lessons, and she mm-hmm. played for two years. Yeah. And, it's um, a great program. Uh, no my there, though, violin teacher as well was um, part of, um, he was the founder of the Cleveland Women's Orchestra. So okay. that was, you know, kind of like an incentive to, to keep playing violin. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, who inspired you in the areas of dance, music, and how has it impacted your life? Oh, let's see. Who, how how could I say that? Who has inspired me the most? Um, I just just had a, a love for music. I, yeah. for lack of any other way to put it, is um, I love different kinds of music. Um, I love the arts. I was just like totally immersed in it, and um, a lot of the uh, people, young people that I associated with in junior high and high school, were in the arts as well. So we always were. Uh, coming together, somebody was writing poetry or somebody would write a song, we'd pick up a guitar, and it just kind of took off from that. Wow. So um, who or what inspired you to found your first dance company in 1996 at Lane Metropolitan Church? Okay. I was the um, director of children's ministry at Lane Metropolitan. And um, so I started with just doing the children's ministry and I think that the pastor at that time wanted a dance ministry, so I kind of looked around and uh, to see if anyone offered instruction in, in, um, in dance or as far as the dance ministry goes. Okay. And because uh, I didn't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we kind of started the podcast. We didn't have right, a clue, but here we are. Right. You, you know? know. So um, <laughs> I found in the in the phone book Duffy Liturgical Dance. Okay. Well, I know that name because she oh, was yeah. my French and Spanish teacher at right, Woodbury. Right. So <laughs> when I was in junior high school. So we started there, and um, we got our initial indoctrination into liturgical dance mm-hmm. and instruction that way, and. Um, it kind of took off from there. The, the children that were involved in the dance ministry at Lane went to Duffy okay. for, um, for that training. Um, and in the course of being with Duffy, we met Terrence Green. So, um, and, and who is Terrence Green? Terrence Green is, he was um, artistic director at uh, Faluke Cultural Arts, but okay. now he is the um, dance director for the Tri-C Creative Arts Dance Academy. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So um, uh, it was from there. He, he trained, uh, trained the um, students. And then eventually there's a lot of changes in uh, administration at Lane Metropolitan. 
and priorities changed. And so um, there was a lot of really good things going on with the dance ministry. We had, um, I think Terrence had by that time started working at the School of the Arts. So we were partnering with the School of the Arts and doing dance presentations. Oh, wow. A lot of good things going on. A lot of good things. And we were reaching out to um, kids that were not in or not members of Lane. And so Mm -hmm. that's kind of like what happened with the dance ministry. We pulled it back in-house and just opened it up to anyone, right? Uh, whether they be church members or not. And um, so it doubled in size. So you were able to pull in people from the community and residents and kids right, in the neighborhood. Right, And so, um, like I said, with the changes in administration and changes in priorities, I said I'm not going to let this go because the administration had changed. And so I um, met with uh, some folks over at uh, Case Western Reserve, and <laughs> we started talking about a 501c3. Okay. And here I am. There you go. Yes. <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah, here you are. The rest are. is history, yeah. So in 2002, you founded Feluke Cultural Arts. How did that come about? Um, we did a, uh, when I was still uh, affiliated with Lane, we did a uh, survey of the neighborhood, the central neighborhood, okay. and found that a lot of the residents were looking for affordable arts activities for their children. And so we decided to... Um, to, to do that, and it, it initially focus was dance, and then we just um, added theater and visual arts, and we're just we're still you know adding things. Sure. Now we have um, legacy arts, which is going to be for seniors okay. and, and things like that. So okay. yeah, so we're oh that's non- that's wonderful. I I love art. <laughs> yeah. Oh I yeah. Do. I absolutely love it. So now, what activities and classes are available at Faluke, and the cost, the age requirements, and some of your upcoming uh, events? As we go into the summer and fall. Okay, the classes that we're offering, we're offering dance, and there's different genres. So it, it depends on on what um, teaching artists or what teaching artists are available at what particular time. We may offer ballet, okay. uh, modern dance, uh, African dance. Uh, we have visual arts. We're offering theater, spoken word, creative writing. Wonderful. So that's kind of like all mess meshed oh, yeah. in there together. Yeah. And um, we've also partnered with some other small arts organizations to offer photography through partnership with Cleveland Print Room and uh, classical guitar through the Cleveland Classical Guitar Society. Oh, wow. That is wonderful. A lot going on. Now, just can you speak to how important it is to have art and music and dance available in the central neighborhood? It's important to a neighborhood, but particularly for the central neighborhood. Well, um, I know a lot of... People have have asked me, you know, are we are we trying to compete with other organizations? And it's not about competition. Not at all. It's it's about um, using the arts as a way to reach the students. Um, there's a lot of things that go that are going on in learning the arts. There's the discipline of the arts, the follow through, team building skills. It's, Absolutely. Uh, when you're dancing or singing with an ensemble, I mean, you have you to work, work with together. Other people, yeah, right. You got to work, work with other people work and together. projects and things like that. So there's a lot of learning that's going on that can be parlayed into academic successes, workplace successes. Right. So to have any of those students turn into an artist. I mean, that's an added benefit, but it's not the goal of Faluke right. to do that. We're just we're using the arts as a catalyst. Right. And all the skills that they learn right. at Faluke, they can take right into the yeah. real world. Right. We've had teachers um, tell us 
when we have done in-school residencies, they used to wait for us to get there. It's like, yes, you're, you're, you're having an impact. Um, the kids are acting better in, in class and things like that. And so they, they've uh, said that we have made a difference. Yeah, well, I, I can personally say, you know, being affiliated with your organization, <laughs> full transparency as a board member, you guys, you're, you're, you're necessary in the community and right. you do a lot of stuff. And I know the summer event that you had last year with your kids performing, that was tremendous. They were so oh, talented. You. It was it was great. A great turnout too. Thank you. So thank now, you. how have the residents responded to Faluke in the neighborhood? Um, and over the years, we have gone into different areas of the neighborhood to do programming. Um, and we recently acquired a forty two hundred square foot facility. <gasps> And and that is on 55th Street. It used yes. to be the old Barber College. Yes, that's right. Okay, so we're in there. And so it's it's a little bit different, and the residents are a little bit slow to respond because now we're asking them to come to us as opposed yeah. to us being right there yeah. in their neighborhood sure. or in their community center. So yeah. so it's just uh, kind of changing strategies, and well, so we're know, working have, on that. I worked in that community myself for uh, couple of decades mm-hmm. it is a, you know you kind of it as i said you kind of have to continue to tender and go right. back out and cultivate right, right. you know but, but it's good that you're there yeah well that's you know? that's what we're working on we've you know. we've done some things at george washington carver with our arts partners and um so we're uh slowly getting the word out getting it back out because it's like a reintroduction exactly. now yeah yeah it's, re- it's constant it's constantly always yeah. you know reintroducing the programs what you have and you know what you're doing in the community and just letting people know hey we're here Right. And we're here for you, and this is right. what we have to exactly. offer. Exactly, exactly. So now, how can people contact you to register for a class, donate, or volunteer? Okay, I can say the bulk of our information is located on our website, and that's at www.falukeculturalarts.org. And uh, there is information there for donations, the information for classes, class registrations, and that are on located on the website. And I definitely want to encourage people, our listeners, to, you know, go to YouTube and see some of the videos that you've posted of the kids and, and the classes. Right. It's really quite nice. Yeah, we have a YouTube, uh, a YouTube channel, and we also have, there are videos and uh, things on Facebook as well. Wow. Um, it's, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. It, it took a minute. I would say, you know, we're a homemade, handmade podcast, you know, but when we get together, right. we're definitely going to have something good going on. Right. Well, you, you've been working on me. You've been <laughs> I really working have. on me to See, get Dave, me here. It was, it was harmless, wasn't it? It didn't hurt that bad. It was, it? it was, it was, it was not painful at all. It was not painful at all. Not painful at all. <laughs> well, listen, I would like to thank my guest, Mrs. David Kanzler for coming by today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Same here. I would like to leave our audience with a quote from my guest today. I have found my performing experience with the Duffy Lit Dance Ensemble to be priceless. These experiences have reawakened my passion for the arts. I wanted to share my passion and these experiences with youth who may not have the means to take advantage of such an opportunity. I want to thank our audience for listening in today. We appreciate your support. Please join us again as we continue our conversations with Cleveland residents who are making positive contributions to their neighborhood and our city. Visit Neighborhood Connections' website to see all the community engagement activities. Come network and collaborate with residents who are doing big things in their neighborhood. If you have a great idea and you want to do something positive in your neighborhood, contact Neighborhood Connections at 216-361-0042 
or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org and like us on Facebook. Get informed, get involved, get connected. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today on Neighbor Up Spotlight. Neighbor Up Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the City of Cleveland Minority Arts and Education Fund in association with Bad Racket Recording Studio. Executive producer, creator, writer, host, Carol Malone. Co-producer, Lila Mills. Engineer, co-producer, Henry Rapp. Guest engineer, Mr. James Kananen. Photography, social media, Vince Robinson. Neighbor Up Cleveland. That's a wrap. <laughs>